And hello, welcome, welcome back, back to Worth Living. We have not been here for a few weeks, but we have returned. Okay, it's Keith Anderson here, the founder of Worth Living Mental Health. And joining me as usual are Katie. Hey, Katie. Hi. And Kat. How you doing, Kat? Um, you'll find out soon enough. Okay. <laughs> I know. That's a big question sometimes. Is it how are you? It's a big question sometimes. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, well, as usual, we, we spent a few minutes chatting, okay? And the, the, the topic we chose to discuss tonight is mental health in the workplace. And as Katie noted, we come from different backgrounds, legal, medical, and political. So it's a neat mix, okay, of, of backgrounds and, and current situations. And um, I'm going to run with mine a little bit, okay? Um, I'm a lawyer, for those who don't know, okay? I had depression for many years. I had a mental breakdown, took years of recovery, okay? Um, I consider myself to be healthy in recovery. Um, but back in the day when I, you know, my, my darkness, as I, as, I, as I often call it, okay, um, my, my breakdown occurred in 2003, okay? And back then, um, lawyers and mental health were not discussed to any great extent, that's for sure. Um, I did not share my state okay, my, my health with anybody for many years because I, I did not recognize as, as an illness, as, as depression and such, okay? Um, but what occurred once I had my breakdown and went public within my small city in which I live, um, I sort of expected, hoped, um, that people would reach out and help me. And very few did. Um, my law firm were silent pretty much. Um, my inner, my close inner circle of friends were, 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 were non-existent and I had two friends come forth to help me. Okay. So it was a learned experience. That's for sure. Um, it was devastating. It was upsetting. It was hurtful. Um, so my, my workplace was hurt after the fact, after my breakdown, I realized that my workplace was Kind of just that, a place to work. Um, the, the connections I had, I thought I had, were, were not there. Um, and it was, it was difficult. And I remember one day talking to my ther- therapist about it. And, she, and after many months of therapy, she said, well, what, what are you going to do about it? Do you want to like, you know, hang on to it, okay, as it causes turmoil and angst with, with, within yourself? Or do you want to dismiss these people from your life and get on with, with recovery, get on with your life in, in, in a better way? And the tough one, to dismiss them, sort of meant that they were gone anyhow, okay, physically. But in, in, my, in my mind and such, they were still sort of friends, if you will. And I said, no, um, they're not friends. So they've been dismissed. Does it trouble me? Sure, it does at times. Okay, But I've certainly moved on. Um, and so my workplace was, like I said, a place to work. That was it. Which is very sad, very troubling at the time, but nonetheless, I'm here. That's sort of my workplace experience. Okay. Um, yeah. Anybody else like to jump in now? Sure. Um, so when I was talking and thinking about my workplace experience, I found that mine has been really positive. I'm very fortunate. So I work for a member of parliament as a uh, communications and policy analyst. And 
when I first met my coworkers who work in a different town and city from me, um, I was off my medication for a bit, uh, accidentally, and I was feeling extremely suicidal and very out of it. Uh, a lot of intrusive thoughts and compulsions with my OCD and everything. And so we were having a team retreat. So every day we would meet in the office and go through meetings and kind of strategize what we wanted to do for our boss. Um, and my boss was there as well. And I was just getting to know her too. And I had met her a few times, um, but you know, we weren't that close yet, right? We were still getting to know each other. And so I was really nervous when I was off my meds and really my mental illness is just <laughs> pulsating insanely. Um, I was really nervous about what they would think because I'm fairly open about that stuff. But at the same time, I almost feel like it's different in the workplace because there's this professionalism, right? And mm -hmm. you need to know the boundaries, like what is too personal and what is professional enough. And so I had one day where I felt physically ill and I was supposed to call my uh, psychologist because I had emailed her one night saying, I'm thinking about killing myself and I have a plan too. And I can act on it right now. <laughs> And that really freaked her out. And so she uh, basically said, I need you to call me tomorrow. No exceptions. I don't care if you have work. I need you to do this. And so I kind of spoke to my coworker and my boss and said, look, I'm going through something right now. Uh, I have OCD. Um, I'm off my medication right now. I'm feeling very terrible these days and my psychologist wants me to call her even though you know we have a meeting and um, they were so kind about it and so understanding and they were like take take Leona's uh, my boss take her office or you know like go outside like do whatever you need to do take as long as you need um, if you need the rest of the day off you know like take that take this day off and, you know, like they were just so kind about it and receptive. And um, they are very much the kind of people that uh, when we start a meeting, we talk about our personal lives as well as our professional lives. So they're like, how are you actually doing? Like, don't bullshit. <laughs> you know, like, are you doing well? Are you doing really badly? Like, mm -hmm. just be honest. Um, so for me, that was so, that made me feel so good. Like I remember talking to my psychologist and just saying to them like, wow, my boss and my coworkers, they genuinely care about me and they genuinely care about my mental health. And, you know, I feel so supported in this moment because I've definitely had experiences with professors, with other bosses, um, and that weren't as positive, right? Because sure. I feel like. We talked about this earlier, but when you need a sick day because you have the flu, there's no question about it. Take the sick day, right? But if you need a sick day because your brain is literally on fire, people can perceive that as laziness or you just yeah. want a day to like do whatever you want. Um, so I'm, I've always been very mindful of that going into work. Like I, I was always very cautious about how much can I disclose and, you know, will they believe me even? What if they think I'm lying about it? Mm -hmm. um, and will they perceive it as a, uh, as a, um, as a weakness, right? So will they think I'm not going to be as good of an employee because I'm mentally ill? I remember 
when I started publishing my stuff on Worth Living, my mom uh, was very concerned because she said, you know, like your future employers could read that and they may not want to hire someone that's as mentally ill as you mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Right. And but I was telling her, you know, you can't fire or you can't not hire someone because they have a physical disability. Therefore, you can't do that if they have a mental disability. That doesn't make any sense. You know, like it's just yeah. that isn't legal. I mean, I'm sure it happens regardless. Like, I'm sure there's some people that get away with it. But at the end of the day, that's immoral and it's not right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would rather work for someone who is accepting of who I am and my disability mm-hmm. um, than decide that I'm useless because of it, right? Or treat me like shit because of it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, where I'm at currently with my place of work, I'm so fortunate. They're so patient. They're so kind. Yeah. Um, they, you know, it, it's just been a really great experience and Wonderful. been great for my mental health. Yeah. Great yeah. dear Katie. Okay. Cause I, I think, you know, comments like, you know, your, your, your journey, as you mentioned, okay. Um, are rare. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's, it's, you, you, yeah. You, you know, the member of parliament, okay, and, and the environment that she has set forth is phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. So you know, kudos to her for sure. And and and, and your colleagues as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Yep. How about you, Kat? Do we dare mention? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do we do we go there, Kat? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I've just been like reeling about what to say. Um, but I guess I just won't even think about it. So, um first off, I think medical students in particular are kind of seen as gunners. That's a word that is used for medical students. It just means working hard, always doing the most, like never, never laying down, never being quiet, always studying, like always working hard, go, 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 go to no end, which is a very toxic way to view medicine. And it is frankly ridiculous. We should be the ones setting the precedent for mental illness like we should be promoting mental health as much as we're promoting this like hard-working work ethic like um knowledge-based like just there are a lot of good things about it like working hard is a great thing but like we should be prioritizing mental health if we're healthcare workers it's just ridiculous um Mm. and there are some medical schools that definitely make more of an effort to do that than others but I think it's going to be a while before um, those medical students who are going to those new schools and getting that mental health care become the doctors who are um, in those hospitals and in those clinics making sure that that is happening. And right now, that has just not been my experience with my current job at all. Sure. I hope that they hear this podcast and fire me because of it. I am beyond done. It has been the most ridiculous thing. My mental health is probably the worst it's been since I stabilized three years ago. I've been rapid cycling, mania, depression, mania, depression, like never before. It's just been insane. My pupils are huge today with all the serotonin pulsing in my brain. I feel like I could punch something or someone or someone's like I just am on fire and it for no reason there's no good reason i'm a hard worker that is something you cannot go into the medical field not be a hard worker i'm a hard worker i enjoy doing a good job 
I enjoy learning. I enjoy the medical field in particular. I love learning about medicine. I love it. I love working with patients. And if that was all it took to be successful at my job, like it should, then I would be a shooting star. I would be revered. I mean, this should be, this should be something that I should be succeeding at. I should be exceeding expectations, but at the job I'm currently at, the expectations only get higher. Um, Today I got in trouble because I didn't say good morning to someone. That is ridiculous. Is that part of the job title? It is. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And sure, like if I was consistently not meeting deadlines, that sounds like something to have a talk about. And the talk should go something like, well, I see this is happening. Why? That hasn't happened to me. If there's a problem, I get Uh yelled at and then it's over with. Um, They don't ask about my personal life. Um, If I'm upset or feeling overworked, I'm told to calm down. Well, Um, yeah. Yes, calm down. I was told that my stress in this job was going to um, be very clear to anyone interviewing me for a a, um, medical school right now. So (laughs) a little bit of a threat um, obviously did not make me feel good. Um, It has been the most toxic workplace I can imagine. And I cannot wait to quit and walk my happy little butt out there into another job where I'm not treated like absolute trash. I mean, it is truly insane. Four of my coworkers have quit in the past two weeks, all with mental health problems Mm -hmm. because of the job. My predecessor left because she had a mental health crisis because of the job. And we are, way below capacity for employees which is only making the people yeah. in charge real even more and take it out even yeah. more on us yeah. it is absolutely ridiculous yeah. Yeah. you know what, what, what you know the common theme from the three of us tonight is we need supports a hundred percent from our colleagues from our, our bosses from our partners whatever you may want to call it okay a hundred percent. Yeah, I'll tell you a, a, little, a little example, okay, that happened to me recently. Worldly mental health is, is, is quite active, you know, in mental health, of course, okay? Um, and we partner with some nonprofits and such, okay? And last week was was a was especially trying week, okay, um, in terms of how busy I was and other people that I worked with had been. And so Friday afternoon about 3.30, okay, I got a – I received a um, – um, invitation to join a, a Microsoft Teams meeting with, with someone, okay? And um, she just wanted to check in and see how I was doing, give them the week. Oh. Okay, and yeah, yeah, exactly, okay? And it had been a, a, a difficult week for her, for, for myself, and we talked like half an hour, okay? By the end of it, we were, we were laughing and making jokes and so on, but it, it took that weight of that trying week off my shoulders because somebody else identified with it, and saw fit to reach out and say, hey, how are you? Yeah. And like, like I joked earlier, how are you is a big, big question. It, it is a big okay? question. And, if you, and, it, and it's just not a, a greeting to me. Is it, Like you said, Katie, people ask where you work, you know, you know, how are you doing? You know, and that's a big question, right? Yeah. Because they want to know, not just fine response, they want to know how are you? Yeah, that, totally. That, that that can just change change the day and 
I then went off, had a great weekend. Yeah. Okay, because I felt better. I felt relieved. I felt somebody understood what I'd been through, what she had been through. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, those are the kind of things that, you know, you know, we're all powerful people. I think that it's also important to note that when you are mentally ill, your mental health is very vulnerable. I mean, everyone's mental health is vulnerable, but when you're mentally ill, it's like you're raw, like anything can kind of trigger you. And so I find that when you're in work, you're dealing with so many different stressors. Um, it could definitely impact you in a really negative way and could maybe send you spiraling. And I've definitely had past work experiences too, where it wasn't even necessarily the environment was bad or anything like that. It was just that even some tasks could send me spiraling because sure. I was too vulnerable at the moment to be able to do anything. So I think that when you're very busy in your job, it's important to cut yourself some slack because mm -hmm. we can be so hard on ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, we, we expect ourselves to be perfect and excel in our work. And sometimes, you know, we're not great at it or we fuck up and then it's like a spiral's coming and, you know, that doesn't need to happen. No. Um, but I think that we're in a climate now, at least in Canada. I can't speak for the States, Kat. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I think that we are sort of entering a climate where um, mental health is being more incorporated into the workplace and people are recognizing, hey, you can't yeah. treat people like shit anymore. And also mental illness is a valid disability. That means Definitely. you need to treat yeah. it with a certain amount of respect and yeah. accommodate it properly. Definitely. Right. So you can't yeah. just dismiss it anymore. If someone is in a wheelchair, they're going to need a building that is wheelchair accessible. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. when you're mentally ill, there are going to be some certain functions that you're going to have to accommodate. Right. I think that's yeah. pretty straightforward. Maybe not everywhere, but no, it, I mean, it, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's in, you know, it's, it's discussed more openly now. Okay. And I think, you know, with so many people through COVID-19 here, okay, we've been isolated for so long, you know, from March almost till now in, in certain places. Um, mental health challenges have creeped in. Yeah. Crept in, or crept in, I don't know what the right word is, okay. <laughs> um, you know, with, with people who've never been there before. Yeah. Never had anxiety or depression before. I so feel the, like COVID-19 provided people with a lot of empathy like people yep. that aren't mentally ill look at that and say oh my god why do I feel terrible all the time yeah like, it's like is that what being mentally ill is like and mm -hmm. dealing with bad mental health all the time is like right yep. so it's yeah. very yep. interesting to see that come out of out of a pandemic right looking at work yeah, yeah. it is yeah 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 yeah, I feel like our major takeaway is that um, so we all come from very different backgrounds and we all have very different experiences. So not every workplace is going to be terrible, um, but not every place is also going to be good. And right. uh, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. So I, I think that Kat, by saying, you know, I don't want to work there anymore because yep. it is negatively impacting my mental health. I think you're in the right and I think you need to do what's best for you. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. And what I, I think I want to 
um, learn what I've learned the most and what I really want to emphasize is that I have really great coworkers. We're so open. We're so understanding. Obviously, we talk about our mental health because we're being traumatized right now. But none of that can replace how terrible the people above us are treating us. Mm-hmm. So if anyone here is a boss, be a little bit kinder to your employees. They're trying as hard as they can. And a lot of them just want to be where you are one day. You're setting the example. You're setting the mood for the workplace. If the workplace is, if it's a, it's a toxic environment, it is kind of your responsibility. I know you have so many other jobs Mm -hmm. to do, but this is your practice. This is your work. Like figure it out. Um, My wonderful, wonderful, amazing coworkers did not fix this for me, and I didn't fix it for them either. No, empathy. Mm-hmm. That's the word of of of, of our, our discussion. Empathy. Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. No, I feel like this is very cathartic for all of. Oh, it definitely. Yeah, <laughs> they always are. They always <laughs> yes. are. Okay. Our yeah, little yeah. our little vent sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, look after yourself, I guess. Definitely look, look after others. Okay, like Kat, you're spot on. You know, you know employers, bosses, whatever people in 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 position. Okay, do yeah. what you have to do for yourself too. Yeah, make yourself yeah, yeah, feel yeah. good. Yeah, be kind. Be, be empathetic. Okay, and, and and Katie, you're you know we've got an employer. Okay, who's you know, spot on. With she's all that. a role model to all bosses yeah. like seriously exactly. people yeah. take notes from her yeah. and it's been, I mean every, at, at some point of the day like employees move up like you're going to be the boss of someone someday right. in all probability and you're going to remember <laughs> her and you're going to ah. know how to treat yep. your employees oh my god exactly. yeah. 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 Oh, no. yeah spot on okay well I think we're going to wrap up then definitely thanks for chatting guys thank you as well katie and kat okay um thanks to everybody listening Mm -hmm. and uh we will return uh hopefully next week or so yes hopefully with some good some good (laughs) updates (laughs) with some good good stuff to share yes okay Okay, great thank you all right bye guys